0: 16, start, sit, sit them, start them. Sit them, start them. I see a lot of people already Welcome. hitting that like button on TikTok. Wow, everyone is just so kind. We got a lot of same faces, similar faces coming in. Um. Hey, let's try and make some some educated decisions before heading into the uh, semifinals of the fantasy championship. Anyone in the comments right now in the semis? Felipe, I know you're not, but you can advise people still. You now have an um an objective approach, you know? Yeah, I'm sad about it still. Uh Maddie's saying she misses Jack already. Jack That's is still insane. here. Um, unfortunately. He's there, still, yeah, he's he's still here. Yeah. But Scott is asking a question. Scott, keep dropping these questions. We're gonna do a little talking because of needs to get prep, uh prepared, I should say, for for our little fact checking. Hey, um, Adam Rio's in the semis, hey, bars in the semis. Congratulations. Everyone is in the semis. Hopefully, hopefully you're in the semis solely because of the work that we've done this year. Facts. You know, you know what Facts. I'm saying? We've gotten a lot of comments on Twitter, on TikTok, on Instagram, all across the board. People thanking us. Um Fuck you, Matan who's saying these guys didn't get me a playoff W. Um nah, Matan's stupid. But Hayden,
1: though i need to win this week to go to the finals that's how the semifinals works my guy there we go though
0: good take you know they come they say we we have a lot of hot takes they also say you don't know ball but that was the most accurate thing you've ever said appreciate that yep of course how's uh how you feeling right now you have a good color palette going on with your eyes you have by the way no one can really see flea bay up close we get to look at him up close every single day super beautiful blue eyes and now you're wearing this whole blue palette it's very nice this is green No, but it's a blue. It's an aquamarine, right? Like, if you look at the Dolphins half behind you, no, blue. the yep,
1: yeah. I'm yeah. sad because I lost this past week because of Bijan. B- yeah, well, one of the reasons, but mainly Bijan, I lost by five. So I saw an analogy. Puts up a bad performance, puts up five,
0: I win totally. I saw an analogy. Mm-hmm. That, oh, Scott said, You guys helped me to an 11 3 record, division lead, and semifinal spot. I love y'all. Let's hey, go. let's fucking go. Um. Fuck! What was I gonna say? I lost my thought. Oh, an analogy. the analogy about yeah. Bijan Robinson was like it's like smoking crack. Someone actually yeah, I said did that. see that. You saw that one? I think it was Matthew Barry. You're addicted. You're addicted. I'm addicted to starting Bijan. I'm gonna drug. start him today. It is a drug. Yeah. Did he say drug and not I crack? Think a drug. Yeah. Well, crack I don't know why sounds... you specified on crack. Well, because crack feels more addicting than just. It's probably you know why? It's because we read that AB tweet about crack. That's what it was. That's what it was. But yeah, hey, yeah. crack is a drug, so it still works. Good point. Well, good yeah, but it's yeah, there's levels to it. Well, I don't want us to get blocked. We got a good That's, thing going right Crack
1: now. Can, can mean a lot of different things. So step on a crack, break your mama's back. <laughs> ah! um, <laughs>
0: woo hoo Let's remember that this is the week 16 start sit. Everyone's going to drop their questions. You know, let's try and make adequate decisions. As a reminder, also, you could listen to us in, in our start sits. If you need some assurances, reassurances, I should say, go to thegameday.com. Go check out Frank Amarante's rankings. He's updating them today because I had a fantasy question um, regarding my lineup in Pukunuku and Amari Cooper. Didn't know who to start. So he is updating his rankings and he was like, I'll get back to you. So if you want some reassurances on some of our takes, make sure to go to thegameday.com at any point today before the game. Go check out Frank's rankings. He has been one of the most accurate rankers on Fantasy Pros, top five to be specific. So he knows his shit and he's, uh, he'll definitely help you win uh, this week. So make sure to check that out. Now, let's drop some answers to these questions okay there we go mike evans or dk metcalf this is from matt debald matt debald says mike evans or dk i think mike i think you gotta go mike there's just there's not there's like i think six or seven wide receivers in fantasy that i would probably start over mike if i had to yeah outside of that he's just been too good this year there's just not a single reason to to bench him um here's a good one jack thank you maddie for the rose Jack says Justin Fields or Brock Purdy in standard scoring. Standard scoring.
1: That doesn't change quarterbacks, does it? Yeah, I don't think it does. Uh, I'm going Fields. Fields has a good matchup this week, actually. Obviously, bad matchup last week against Cleveland. He's got to go on this week. He's playing. Mm. They're playing. Uh, who are they playing? Condo? Justin Fields? Producer Condo? I had it earlier. Justin this Fields
2: week. is playing the Cardinals. The I
1: Cardinals. Think. Good mm. matchup. He's gonna. He'll, he'll do well. So, um.
0: Yeah, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Yeah. I saw a question about Aaron Jones, and I want to get into Aaron Jones a little bit. Uh, if we could scroll up, Kondo, just because Aaron Jones was part of my questions, and I think there's uh, we deserve to uh, to talk about Aaron Jones a little bit. Let me just pull up fantasy pros, scoring leaders. I want to know. I think he had, like, Godwin or Aaron Jones PPR. That's what it was. Um, Look, I think... I think the natural inclination would be to go to Godwin because of the PPR, but Aaron Jones has a great matchup against the Panthers. He got a lot more work last week. He looked healthy. Mm. And if AJ Dillon is out, like Aaron Jones, I'll put it like this. I'm in a, in a league, a high stakes league, we'll say. And my three running backs are most are Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Jones, and I'm going to start all three of them. I just, I get, we've been burned all year by Aaron Jones and his injuries, burnt toast. But I think the upside against a Panthers team, this feels like the type of narrative mm. where you get into the playoffs and someone is going to tweet out a Matthew Barry or something saying, if you rid, if you rode, I should say, the Aaron Jones train all year and you got burned by him constantly, this dude came back to get you into the fantasy championship. And that's all mm. you could ask for. You know, that's all you could ask for. Bingo. So I think Aaron Jones is someone that I'd want to start over Chris Godwin, going back to that point. Um, what are you saying to that, uh, Felipe? cuz i know you're high on on Chris Godwin.
2: Y- well,
1: i'm higher on the other
0: bucks wide receiver, Mike Evans. Yes, yes, yes. It's,
1: it's so it's it's Godwin or who? Uh, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. I think I think probably Aaron Jones. I mean, look, while you were spitting.
0: Thank you. All you do is spit. Thank you. Aaron Jones saw 17 touches last week and four targets caught all four. Yeah, I mean, I like that
1: volume and uh, look, uh, I think with the Bucks offense is like, I mean Godwin's had a couple good weeks, but the consistent guy there has been Mike Evans. I I, I think I like Aaron
0: Jones. Yeah, consensus on fantasy pros has him as RB19 this week. So a low end RB two. Godwin's probably like in 30s. So yeah. I, I think I think you go Aaron Jones just because the floor will be a little bit safer. Yeah. Ceilings are probably similar, but against the Panthers, I mean that that's an opportunity to have two touchdowns. You got something back there, Condor? I see I think you. I'm the exact opposite of you. I think the floor with godwin
2: might be safer
0: mm. but the ceiling
2: he only has 4 games this year and he's played every single game this year 4 out of 14 games where he's put up double digits most points he had was last week uh with 20.5 talking about chris godwin chris godwin yeah aaron jones we know through years mm. of seeing him play mm. can put up like a 40 burger totally he has he's one of the highest like upside i would say yeah. players in fantasy football for sure it's just the floor that's the worrisome part but it's for sure. playoffs i think you got to take that chance
0: yeah i mean chris godwin wide receiver 25 this week against jacksonville I, I i get it right the only reason i say the the when i look at like the aaron jones versus chris godwin is that like aaron jones when he's been healthy like when he's been able to play a full game has been pretty damn good the problem is it's happened maybe 25 percent of the time this year So the fact that he caught four of four targets, which like has been an issue, he has not been able to catch balls. He looked good. It's also the bounce back spot of playing the Panthers like Bijan didn't feast. And I want Matt LaFleur to show Arthur Smith what he should have done by unleashing Bijan last week. So I'm going to go with Aaron Jones. You got any takes to that, bro? You got anything to add? Hey,
1: man, not to add on the top of that.
0: Aaron Jones all the way. He's from Texas. Texas. Shout out
1: University of Texas, El Paso.
0: Yep. Shout them out. The minors, don't sleep. Here's a good one. That Sid says, uh, Sid is asking Keenan Allen, Rasheed Rice, Evan Ingram, Aaron Jones, or Deontay Johnson. Pick two of them. Well, Jesus Christ. So we'll go through it. Keenan Allen and Rasheed Rice. So first of all, I don't think Keenan Allen plays. Okay. Um, he was a uh, DNP these last two weeks. Or last two days, I should say. He didn't even play last week. Ah, they're playing Buffalo. Mm. Still a tough matchup. Yeah. I'm going to move forward thinking Keenan Allen's not going to play. it. Now, okay. that could change. But I don't think Keenan Allen is going to play. Um, we got to see how like the practice reports come out. So now it's between Rasheed Rice, Evan Ingram, Aaron Jones, and Deontay Johnson. Pick two.
1: Okay, pick two between those. Yeah. Uh, Rasheed? Yes. Evan Ingram, Deontay Johnson. Who else? What was that third one? The other uh, one?
0: Deontay Johnson, Aaron Jones, and Evan Ingram. Did I say it? Yeah.
1: uh, Oh, bro, that's tough because Evan Ingram's been hot lately. Yeah. Like, I don't mind starting Evan Ingram at all. Also,
0: Zay Jones now going down with a hamstring injury.
1: I think, bro. Honestly, I think I'm gonna go Rasheed and and Evan Ingram. Like, I say, like safer floor. Like we just talked about Aaron Jones, and I like what he could bring this week. Uh, I think definitely Rasheed, and then it's a matter of Evan or Aaron
0: Jones. Yeah. If it's full PPR, I'll go Evan Ingram. If it's half PPR, I'll go Aaron Jones. But I do think that one's a lot closer. The problem is we've seen the production from Evan Ingram. We know that that production can follow with Aaron Jones. So we just don't know which version of Aaron Jones we're going to get. But Evan Ingram, because Zay Jones is going down with a hamstring injury now, Evan Ingram is naturally going to be more involved. He's been really involved these last couple of weeks. I don't know if he finds the end zone, but the targets are going to be there. And then Rasheed Rice coming in at wide receiver 12 on the week against Vegas. I mean, talk about a guy that we said weeks ago could be a league winner, just like a team that needs someone to show up outside of Travis Kelsey. Um, so I think we're going Rasheed Rice and Evan Ingram, but if it's happy PR, I think we lean Aaron Jones over Evan Ingram. Is that Love it. Yeah, yes, sir. You're spitting, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're far too kind. Um, A-chan or David Montgomery? This is from Ross Carlson, 69. Great, great numbers.
1: A-chan or Montgomery? Mm. Probably Montgomery for me. Uh, A-chan, I I worry about his matchup against Dallas. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he's the type of guy that can take anything to the house, Uh, but... Miami's dealing with injuries on the offensive line. They're already outmatched against Dallas. Um, and so, I don't love the matchup for, for HM. We kind of talked about it on Tuesday, but Montgomery at least safe floor. Yeah, I
0: think, I
1: think the way I'd... F- Higher ceiling though for HM. Yes, HN.
0: yes, yes. I think the way I'd frame my thoughts are who else do you have in your roster? Do you need to try and hit one out of the park to try and win this week? Are you down injuries? Do you have a Jettis or Jamar or a Kenny Allen or Jamar that you're missing type of situation? Then it's A Chan, right? A guy that can go off for 25. He's been hit or miss these last couple of weeks. Montgomery is my gut to play this week just because of the floor. And in the semis, like you don't want to play with it too much. And I think he could find okay, the end zone that. against Minnesota. Um, obviously, Joe Mixon was able to find the end zone, but Minnesota's defense has also been good. Kondo, you got anything? What you want to you want to break? Um, we both, I think, said David Montgomery, but you got anything to add about Montgomery versus A Chan back there?
2: I think I'm right alongside you. I feel like, again, the matchup both are like scary yet interesting. With mm-hmm. Montgomery going against Minnesota, Minnesota kind of didn't have their. Shutout performance again. Right. Couldn't Repeat on that. I'm going Montgomery just because I think the touchdown upside with him is totally
0: special. Yeah. I think we all agree. The floor is there for Montgomery. The ceiling is there for a So it really depends on that roster construction. Um, let's go into this one. Uh, Jared T. Roberts asked Raheem Mostert, Joe Mixon, Jonathan Taylor, and Ty Chandler. Pick two of them. So I'll read it back to you. Ty Chandler, Jonathan Taylor, Joe Mixon, and Raheem Mostert.
2: All right.
1: Uh, uh, Mixon for sure, and then I'm between JT and and Mostert. Uh, what's the status on JT? Con, I know you're a big Colts fan, producer Condo, and we're talking about JT earlier. So go ahead.
2: I think Aaron, or I think Adam said Adam. Yep, Adam said it. Devontae has news on this.
0: Uh, Devontae Adams has news on this, yes. Uh, Jonathan Taylor was considered a full participant yesterday. They didn't practice. They did like a walkthrough, I think it was. But had they practiced at full, he would have been a full participant. He's actually been a full participant these last like this last week and a half. Um, and Zach Moss is trending towards not playing. Mm. So that is the the, the interesting thing with, with Jonathan Taylor. But they are going against the Falcons, which is a tough run defense. I think no matter what, I got to start Mostert. Let's clarify that. Yeah. Bro, Mostert, Bro, he'll get
1: a t- he'll get a couple. Yeah, he might get a touchdown. He's got a touchdown.
0: Mostert coming in right here on Fantasy Pros as the RB6 this week. Wow, that's big. I mean, like this is the first time I think he's actually been outside maybe the first couple of weeks but in that top 10 again. I think even with that hurt offensive line, I just know Mostert has it. Mostert out of those guys to me besides maybe Jonathan uh Jonathan Mixon. Uh Joe Mixon has the easiest route to find in the end zone just because I I think they're on the best offense. So yes, they're going against Dallas, but like it's hard for me to sit Raheem Moster with his floor.
1: It's the I agree, totally agree with the floor. Agree with the Dolphins' offense. I love everybody on the Dolphins' offense. I just think that I mean we got to see what the offensive line how healthy are they going to be. They're running into Dallas, which is a good defense. I think they can overcome overcome that if they're fully healthy. But the offensive line's all hurt, and that worries me because totally. you start playing from behind, and you're going to have to throw the ball. And I, I I don't know how many goal line situations you will get. That's I guess fair. is yeah. my point,
0: but. Is uh, it enough to bench Moster with how he's played, though? That's the question. Like, Probably not. Because it's I just... think when you get to the semis, like, you can't get too cute with it, right? Yeah. So I think like, a, there'll be a couple questions about Jaden Reed. So are you starting
1: mixing as well? I think I go most and mixon. It's kind of hard to me. sit Jonathan Taylor, but I, I I think like it gives you the safest floor by sitting him.
0: Well, I'll be honest. That's why like depending on who else you have in your flex, I might play Jonathan Taylor at the flex. Right, right. Like right. again, we what we got to keep in mind like between the running backs and the wide receivers, and obviously this is common knowledge. This isn't like new news, but wide receivers have to earn their their points. Running backs can very much be handed their points literally. Right. Um, right. so they're just gonna have that easiest route. If Zach Moss is benched, I cannot. Or Zach Moss is hurt. I can't not start Jonathan Taylor. Do you agree with that over there?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's Jonathan Taylor.
0: Yeah. You see
2: those guys, like even Cooper Cup, when he was struggling, you were still strutting out Cooper Cup week in and week out. Even with Bijan, it's terrifying, but you're starting Bijan. Like, he's just one of those guys that you have to play because you know the upside is ridiculous. And with Zach Moss potentially out, like, he's going to get carries. He's going to get volume.
0: We don't speak about B. John on this podcast. Right. That's that's true. That's a good point. Um, yeah, so I think you go Mostert, mixon, Jonathan Taylor, your flex. I get Ty Chandler's like I get what he just did, but yeah. you have three better options. So I'm gonna keep him on my bench, even though it's intriguing, especially if Alexander Madison's out again. Like Ty agreed. Chandler looked the part. So agreed. Um yeah, I think I'd I think I'd go there. Um here's a good one. Uh Trey McBride or George Kittle. McBride. Period. Period. I think you have to too. Why? Do you want to talk to your, your no. thoughts? No. Okay.
1: I'm just playing. I'll talk about it real quick. McBride, man, since we talked about it we talked about it on Tuesday, McBride since week eight, number one in points per game for all tight ends. He's been absolutely balling. He's been doing his thing. He's been getting an insane amount of targets. Uh, I, I don't have the stats right in front of me, but I believe he's first since week eight in terms of like target share for tight ends in terms of like everything. Like, like literally Trey McBride is him. He is a And and, uh, I mean, long-term, he's 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 the next Travis Kelsey, man. And when it comes to, like, these fantasy tight ends, he's, he's that guy. Now, we love George Kittle's upside, obviously, every single week, but we know that there's also a low floor with George Kittle. Mm. You don't have that with McBride. You don't have a low floor, and he still has a high ceiling. If you want to argue that Kittle's ceiling is a little bit higher, that's fine. Right. But McBride's ceiling is probably pretty close to it, and his floor is insane. He's getting 11 targets a week, bro. Yeah. He's going to get his. Like, McBride is a league winner this year.
0: Yeah, I th- I, I'm doing the exact same thing. I mean, the only problem with George Kittle, even though he's been fantastic, is there's just so many mouths to feed. And, yeah. like, at least with Atlanta, it's going to be super easy for him to get those targets. So, I'd rather take my chances. Bro,
1: McBride got 20 points last week with against the 49ers, man. That defense was, I think, third best against tight ends or something like that. This guy's matchup proof. It doesn't yeah. matter. And now he's got a good matchup.
0: I see Chev is saying, uh, I think he's, he said Mozart is not practicing. My guess is he's talking <laughs> oh, about Raheem Mostert. Uh, Raheem Mostert, every Wednesday, has a maintenance day, so he doesn't practice, and he didn't practice yesterday. He's old, man. Some of these guys got to rest sometimes. A lot of the Dolphins. Uh, let's find some other ones. Um, Hold up. Sugar,
1: Cal- Sugar Souser, Souser. Guys, I need your help. Drop the
0: question. Uh, drop the question, bro. Um, Here's a question for you, because we just talked about McBride. So if it becomes McBride or Travis Kelsey... Yeah, I'm going McBride. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, I... Oh, I, bro. Man.
1: Again. Ceiling I get. I get it. I get the ceiling with Kelsey and I get the ceiling with Kittle. But the floor is much safer with McBride and I also still think the ceiling is incredibly high. This guy's getting 20 points with, without scoring touchdowns. Yeah. He's just getting so many targets. He's getting 100 yards. He's getting You at least 15 without a touchdown. He gets a touchdown, he's in the 20s, bro. Like, he can win you a week. And I know that Kittle and Kelsey for now can do that as well. But he also, like, that consistency that we've always known with Kelsey hasn't been there.
0: Agree. The problem is if Kelsey dropped an easy touchdown last week, and so that would change, like, it wasn't that easy. He
1: got, I think it's, it was a hard catch. Let's, let's. It was there and he was about to get fucking smacked. Do you want I would have dropped that? Do you want to
0: the greatest receiver of all time? That's a good point. Do you want to bench Travis Kelsey in the semis when he goes off? Like, do you want to get not. burned? So I'm by probably that. starting.
1: I might start both.
0: I, the problem that I is, don't mind. is that,
1: like I guess you could have Kelsey and 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 McBride, because you probably got McBride off waivers, I guess. So you're probably you probably could have that situation. If that's the case, then something I'm heavily considering is starting one of those guys at the flex. Like, I want to know.
0: I want to know because I want to fall back. I lost the question. Whoever just asked Travis Kelsey or Trey McBride, can you add, write your uh, your who's your flex? Because I'm curious. Wouldn't you know. consider doing both absolutely, of them? Absolutely, because for me, if it's one to one, I'm probably starting Travis Kelsey. I get that. I get that. It's just I can't. I I can't not start Kelsey. I know how good Trey McBride has been. I recognize it. I think Travis Kelsey, <sighs> in average points per game since week eight. Also, as we brought up McBride, is like tight end eight. Okay, I get it. There's
1: a big difference between tight end one and tight end
0: eight. Massive, massive.
1: Uh, I'm just looking at, like, like, bro, let's bring up Travis Kelsey stats, bro, since week eight. And hopefully, a lot of y'all have Kelsey. We, we can talk about. I mean, if you have Kelsey, just Kelsey, you start him. But if this is the case, we got Kelsey McBride. Kelsey since week eight 11, 4.4, 14.4, 4, 15, 12, 14, 7. These are not bad numbers by any means, especially in this weird tight end landscape we have. These are really good. You're happy with consistent 12s, 14s. Problem with Problem is, like, historically you've been used to Travis Kelsey, like being a game breaker, getting you 20 plus and being the only guy that can do that. Clearly he's not on that pace anymore where he's consistently doing that. Whereas this other guy, Trey McBride, this young gun is doing that type of stuff. So, uh, if you're in a position, I agree with you. Like if you're going to sit Travis Kelsey and he goes off, you're going to be fucking pissed about it. So you're probably in a situation where if you have both those guys, you're probably starting both. um,
2: I think yeah. a big thing to note there with Kelsey, too, is he only has one touchdown since week eight. Like, which is wild. So he probably do. So I that think that is actually due. is that's on his
1: side. You're playing the Raiders' defense. He played the Patriots last week, which is a really good defense, good against tight ends. So that's something to keep in mind as well. I'm probably starting both.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, we've also, like, and I think we said this like maybe two weeks ago, is that like normally in weeks past or years past, we haven't been able to start two tight ends and put a tight end on your flex. Like the gap just hasn't been... Like you just haven't seen consistent production from tight ends this year. We're seeing consistent production. Like if I'd even say like I'd consider David and Joku at my tight at my flex spot Mm -hmm. with how many targets Mm -hmm. he's seen. Like that dude has been a fucking monster. He's been tight end two since week eight. Yeah. You know, so even the Kittles of the world. In one of my leagues, I had Kincaid and Kittle for a while, yep. and I started both of them yep. with Dawson Knox out. So I think you could start both of them comfortably.
1: But it's like back in like like 10 years ago, if you were to start like Greg Olson and Rob Gronkowski, like you're going to start both of them. Yep. Except I don't think we've ever had a situation like this because maybe we, ha- we, we have. But the reason you're in a predicament with these two tight ends is because like McBride was was undrafted. Uh Kincaid probably, I mean, was like a late round pick for you or something like that in fantasy. So and now they're some of the top tight ends. So it's like we're in a weird position to where and to start the year, you only had like four or five tight ends right, that were like right. those type of guys. And now you, now like you have 10. like a bunch of, yeah, now you have like 10 guys that are top 10, but half of those guys were probably gotten off waivers. So well, it's actually a good position to be in.
0: Yeah, no, that is how it works. 10 guys that are top 10 usually. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, I,
1: but heading into <laughs> next year, I know, I know. Heading into next year though, these like guys that are like six to today, that, that you got off waivers that are top 10 right now, that are top five right now, they're
0: going to be drafted in the early rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, here's a question. We're going to couple both of them. This is from Pink, uh, who asked us to pick two. And then there's someone with a heart that keeps asking how we feel about Josh Jacobs. So I think we could talk about Josh Jacobs because the question is pick two Eckler, Josh Jacobs, Ty Chandler, full PPR, uh, Eckler. And, you
1: know, I, I guess, I guess Jacobs. I haven't been following Jacobs like that. I'd have to get some confirmation. So let me.
0: He's going to play this week, goes against Kansas City. Uh, He comes in at wide receiver or RB30 this week. I think I want to start Ty Chandler if Madison doesn't go. That's my first move. Just like looks the part, looks good. Eckler scares the fuck out of me going against Buffalo. But as we do know, when a coach uh, is fired the next week, the team tends to play better. There's a little more Mm. juice. Obviously, this is Easton Stick going against Buffalo. I think Eileen, just because of how well Zamir White was, what are you laughing at? Where is the other guy? What other a guy? I'm an ominous voice. Oh, you're, you're yeah. yeah, you're just, well, you're above. You're actually above us right now. Um, I actually think I go Ty Chandler-Eckler, but I'll probably get burned on that. I don't feel strongly about any of them. I'm probably going Jacobs-Eckler myself. You, what, did you see what Ty Chandler did last week? That Chandler went was was hooping. Did he,
1: yeah, I, I think it's kind of like the Kelsey situation where it's like, we know what he can do. And Jacobs, even though he didn't play last week and had a down game against Minnesota, who's really good defense, He's still RB14 on
0: the year. Yeah, but Ty Chandler, no Alexander Madison. You're not interested in that? Like, I am. Who who are they playing?
1: Detroit. But I'm not afraid of Detroit No, I'm not either. That's good. In my eyes, that's
0: good. So I got to go Ty. You going Ty? What are you going,
1: uh, Producer Kondo?
2: I I wasn't listening.
0: Ty Chandler, Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs. You got to pick two. Josh Jacobs. Like, don't get attached to the name. Hold up. Let him make his decision, bro.
2: I mean, I'm not sitting Josh Jacobs. I can't do it. Uh, and then I might be going Ty Chandler.
0: over. Yeah, Eckler. Dude, Eckler's been able to be benched. We as all had rank.
2: different answers, so I'm so sorry to
0: whoever asked that question because we probably didn't help you out. If I were to go to Frank's rankings right now and he said, well, should we, should we <laughs> let him be the tiebreaker? No, he, said,
1: he said Eckler Chandler. I said Eckler Jacobs. You said... Chandler and, and... Let's go to Frank's rankings
0: right now. Frank's ranking. Frank has Ty Chandler, RB19. So for starters. Where's Eckler? Eckler, RB23, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs is not... He, he doesn't even have oh, him on there. He, yeah, he, doesn't, he doesn't project to, for him to play. I think he's going to play. I'll be curious to see where he where he slots him in. He has mere White at RB32. So my guess is that he's going to have him... Below Eckler. I think he's going to be very similar where he's going to have mm-hmm. him in that, like, y- RB, you know, 26. Oh, someone sent us a Galaxy. New Galaxy. So that's how I feel about Josh Jacobs. I- I'm not super high on him. Just like the offense, I know they were great last week, but Zamir also looked good. So mm-hmm. um, I think, how about we all agree on this? We start Ty Chandler out of one of those guys. Yeah. Okay, And then you pick the other one. Sick, bro. Um, please help. This is from Issa Mark. Uh, championship game is this week. Okay, this is a big one. We all got to put our, our heads together. Puka Nakua, okay. Cooper Cup. So let's pick from one of those guys. Just like so we so we can eliminate because there's like a fuck ton of people. Puka Nakua, <laughs> or Cooper Cup, who you'd rather start? I think it's Cooper Cup. Easily. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. Okay. So Cooper Cup, Rasheed Rice, Pacheco, and James Conner pick two full PPR.
1: Cooper Cup, Rasheed
0: Rice, Isaiah Pacheco. James Connor. I know where you're going to go with this. You're going to go Cooper Cup and you're going to go Rasheed Rice. Actually, you might go I Pacheco. I like Pacheco, though. I know, but like PPR? Yeah, yeah, that hurts Pacheco. Going against Vegas. That is good. This is good? Yes, this is good. Uh, I think you're right, though. I don't think Rice and... Like, Rasheed's just been good. That's the hard and part for me. And he's from me. Texas. And he's from Texas. You forget about that. You don't forget about I that. I don't, but some but people Some do. people do, yeah.
1: So, yeah,
0: Rasheed, you know, Who's the second receiver? Rasheed, Pacheco, James Connor, Cooper Cup. Yeah, Cup and Rasheed. Cooper Cup wide receiver seven since week twelve. James Conner um, also hasn't been good. Rasheed Rice wide receiver three since week twelve. Dang. You got any thoughts back there, Kondo?
2: Yeah, I think I'm leaning Rasheed over Pacheco mainly because we haven't seen Pacheco in a couple weeks. Uh, yeah, that's fair. And then Rasheed Rice like has just week, been going right? off. I yeah. think he missed not been two weeks. Two weeks? He missed two. two weeks? He missed two. I know I'm not expecting like a dramatic drop off, but it is a Chiefs backfield where they kind of work everybody in. That's yes, fair. Maybe they take it they a little light that. for him. They uh, don't
1: need the. They don't need a, him to be a bell cow. Like, no. and I think the past couple of weeks him being out even more so. You're worried about that because like they've already been leaning on the other guys, McKinnon and, and Ceh. And Ceh actually been playing well. Ceh had a good week last week. Yeah, the touchdown so, catch. Yeah, nice. He No, he had some good runs too. Shout out Ceh, man.
0: Um. Okay. So, yeah, I think it's Cooper Cup, and I think it's Rasheed Rice. Just, I get Hold the... Kondo, go back up where you were. Somebody, wait, said said the Somebody
1: asked a Bijan question. Bro, how many times I got to say? We don't talk about Bijan on this podcast. I'm Except never for ask. right now. We'll talk about Bijan. No, no, no. No, we're no, we're not. Okay, we're not. I'm, I'm just kidding. We are. I'm just kidding. Uh, Bijan or Zeke? Uh, you got to go Bijan, even though he fucking blows. Um, Waller or Henry? Mm, that's good.
0: I got to go Jared Waller. Hunter Henry, I can't, I can't trust anyone in New in New Orleans, bro. At least New Orleans, New Orleans, fucking New England, something new.
1: I think Darren Waller as well,
0: even though like that's also a very low floor. Just keep him on,
1: keep him on, low floor. But I think I'm going Darren Waller as well. They're playing the Eagles this week. The Giants are. The Eagles are a bad pass defense. Um, now obviously the Giants fucking blow, and and their quarterback
0: sucks too. So what's his name? The Italian guy? Yeah, he sucks. Uh, Bijan or Zeke? Bijan. Um, yeah, I think, we'll let's spend a minute talking about Bijan because I think there'll be a lot of questions about Bijan and if anyone listens to the pod, I'm sorry, just like cover your ears. Uh, let's talk about Bijan. I think realistically, there may be like seven to eight running backs that I would start over Bijan this week. I get what's happening with Bijan, but the ceiling is so fucking high with Bijan. I don't want to get burned with Bijan at all. Looking at it right now, the guys had start over Bijan and that's about it. CMC, Kyron Williams, Avin Kamara, Rashad White, potentially James Cook against the Chargers, Moser, Gibbs. That's uh, maybe Derrick Henry against Seattle. That's about it. Like you done. I'm what I, I felt bad that you were still had your ears covered though. Uh, no, I, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. No, realistically, uh, you guys, uh, I feel like uh, there's not many running backs yeah. who would actually start over Bijan. Like not. take your emotions like, even out like of it. Like you
1: said, you were like seven or eight. Okay. That's fine. You're still, you're still going to start him. You don't have it. Like you're probably not going to have three of those two or three of those guys in that top seven. Bijan's going to be one of those guys. So, you probably yeah you're gonna start Bijan this week. It's unfortunate because like, it's it's literally a drug addiction. You know it's bad for you, but you got to do it. Um, <sighs> problem is he can win you your week. That's
0: you're you're not taking the point is you're not taking Bijan. Oh
1: my god, dude! It's like literally I'm in depression right now.
2: I'm depressed. I'm There's always condo
0: back there. Two problems with Bijan. One,
2: you have to start him. You can't bench Bijan. Toilet. Robinson. Number two, Arthur Smith. Can bench Bijan Robinson fuck, at any time fuck for no Smith. reason. I'll, yeah, I'll
0: have
1: that. you seen? Go check out the game day NFL post last night, six twenty-seven p.m. Shit, bro. This dude, this dude has ruined. Okay, two two eighth overall picks. Yep, Bijan and Drake London. Mm. He ruined the fucking fourth overall pick in Kyle Pitts, and I say ruined. Obviously, he hasn't ruined them. They still have long careers to go. But like he doesn't know how to utilize these guys and they're guys that could all be number a, a, a top 5 guy at their position and like he drafted on top them. 2 guys. You want to hear a crazy he stat
2: and he drafted that. How guys. do you
1: not utilize these guys, bro? Uh, Bijan might be the most talented of They're all fucking crazy
0: talented. This is why we can't talk about They Bichon, were all the number one player
1: up. at their position when they came into the league, bro. Kyle Pitts was the One of the best tight end prospects of all time doesn't know how to utilize him. Drake London was the number one fucking draft draft pick as a receiver in his draft class. Doesn't know how to utilize him. And then fucking Bijan, what are we? What are we doing?
0: I'm so sad. All right, you want to hear a crazy stat? Fuck you. I was reading. uh, I was listening to Fantasy Pros podcast about it, and combined, so there were 57 snaps um, last week for the Falcons. Uh, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Bijan Robinson touched the ball on just a third of those snaps. Those three guys combined. See, bro, that should be sixty-six percent. It should be two-thirds at least, like
1: probably more.
2: That's it's crazy, right? It's not like it's just one player you're not getting involved. It's like, oh, these are the three good guys let's make it harder for
1: the three best players on your team, bro. I have no problem giving the ball to Algiers and stuff like that. Like you need role players who are going to fill their roles, but you got to
0: give your players, your best players, the ball. Bijan should be your, he should be two thirds of the time himself should be touching the ball. Like out of nine Cordell Patterson is washed. What are we doing? Like you need a quick change of pace back sure, to to alleviate like they're them being tired. Sure. But like, there's no reason to bench. There's no reason that Bijan shouldn't be touching the ball almost every play. And there also is no reason that Jake London should not be targeted almost on every single play if they're throwing the ball.
2: This might be a hot take, but I don't even think it's that hot of a take. Bijan might arguably be, he's definitely a top five most talented running back. I think he's number two. NFL. It's he
1: him might or McCaffrey. Be number
2: two.
1: Right at this point, it's him or McCaffrey, two most talented backs in the league.
0: The only reason I'll disagree is just because I think there's still guy, like, I think he's definitely there. I have nothing to say that he's better, but I think there are so many talented running backs right now. It's just like opportunity changes a lot of things. I don't know, man. Like Kamara looks- still Kamara, even still think- kicking and screaming at twenty seven years old or whatever he is, like looks his contact balance is insane. He's Punching too. He is punching. He he's said is- like
1: kicking and screaming, he's also punching as well. That's as a kicking.
0: good point. Like Jameer Gibbs looks pretty damn good. Yeah, Bijan's better. Travis Etienne. Bijan's better.
1: Bijan was drafted
0: in the top ten. No, I agree, Bijan. I'm just saying, I think, I think there's a lot of talented running backs right now. I
1: agree, man. But like uh, again, atrocity. This, this, this is man, like you talk about horrible things that have happened in this world. I'm watching the World War II documentary. A lot of bad things happened. Yeah. I by the way, way, I was
0: scrolling through Netflix trying to find the right one. I was, and I said to Amanda, I said to it was her, top ten on the shows. I know. And I, there were two of them though, and I didn't know which one. There it it were two in the top ten. Yeah. Oh, I gotta it, watch. Was it World one now War II too. in color? Is that? What yeah. It was? Okay. I said Felipe told me to watch this one. We gotta watch it. But she would
1: hate it. So she'd hate it. Yeah. Oh man, it, it, it is a little slow at times. Regardless, okay, horrible things happened at that time. Really bad people were alive at that time doing terrible things. All right, not just Hitler, the, the Mussolini and and Russia and shit. Horrible people. What Arthur Smith is doing is horrible. Oh. Okay, I'm not gonna say it was just as bad as those things. I'm yeah. not gonna say that he's doing horrible things though. You know good. what I mean? Come on, bro, let's get our best guys involved. If he gets fired, all of a sudden, you're talking about these three guys,
0: uptick, uptick. All the way to the moon. You know what's crazy? Is we were like, Bichon and Felipe's like, we're not talking about Bijan, And, and we, both, we just knew this is what was going to happen. You were going to fire him up by talking about Bijan. No, so we'll move on to Bijan. I think you're starting Bijan no matter what. Okay. Um, there was a question a while back that I want to answer, which I think is an interesting one. Ty Chandler or Saquon Barkley? Saquon going against Philadelphia in Philly. Yeah. Uh,
1: I know. Chandler, good week last week. I still might go Saquon. I think I'm still going Saquon.
0: I I just feel it's a good matchup too. I just don't want to overthink things, you know, like that's my thing. It's like, there's, there's levels to it. When you're, here's what I'd say. If you're in the top 15, like if your players in the top 15 at the position, I don't want to overthink it. Like there's a reason they've been there. We've been 15 weeks this season so far. Like there is consistency. There's stats to go off of all this stuff. When you come into like the, the, the wide receiver, 16 to like 30 range, the RB 16 to 30 range like that's where it kind of gets a little more dicey depending on how i'm gonna flip the script and that's where i think ty chandler falls into saquon no matter what is still a top 15 running back play regardless of the matchup regardless of the whole offense being funneled by you know through him regardless of the offensive line being shit i understand ty chandler's been good but it's just not enough for me to start one of my best players for ty chandler regardless i
1: agree also like we have a tendency to just think about I think it's kind of been disproved at this point, but like at least in the beginning of the year, like, oh, the Eagles great defense, stuff like that. Now we know the pass defense is bad. The rush defense also hasn't been great. Uh, Saquon can exploit that matchup. Even if they're playing from behind, he's going to be involved in the passing game. He's going to get receptions. So Saquon's going to be a high volume play this week. And uh, I just. Can I
0: fire you up again? Yeah, please. Sorry. Uh, Mike Howe said, uh, Bijan Robinson is not that good. Talented, yes, but he's not game changing. You want to rebuttal that for anyone listening? What's his name? Uh, Mike House.
1: Mike House. Come on, Mike. Come on, Mike.
0: Bijan is a <sighs> game-changing talent, in my opinion. I think what he's able to do as a pass catcher, I think what he's able to do on the ground, how elusive he is, his vision. I think he just, his contact balance, like, I think it's the whole package of a running back. There's a reason why he was the, probably the highest regarded running back out of the draft since... Andrew Sanders.
2: Or maybe
1: even... No, well, I was going to say Saquon
0: was pretty high, and he got drafts pretty high. Saquon Doesn't was a game-changer. B,
1: you remember what's, uh, uh, what's his name came on? From from PFF, and he said he's Mike the Renner? highest graded.
0: That no, wasn't Mike Renner. It was oh, the bald oh, guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, yes. Sam, Sam, awesome. Sam Munson, Munson. Sam there Munson. We go. Not
1: Laporta, Mil- Munson. Bro, I mean, talk about like the grades. They do like these
0: heavy analytics, these yeah. heavy
1: analytics, and just like deep dives on all these prospects for everybody. And ever since they started, Bijan is the most talented, the most complete prospect they've ever seen since Adrian Peterson, which A. A. P. was like. The best prospect ever. Yeah. Uh, so come on, bro. You know, come on, Mike House. Mike House. Mike House. Good name though. I like your last name.
2: I hate to do this to Mike. I really do. But he's making me go there. Not getting a Christmas card. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mike. Not but you made a me Christmas do it. card? Yeah.
0: Were you gonna send him a Christmas card yeah, beforehand? Were do I was it?
2: I was considering it.
0: Well, he's shit on Bijan. That's all the only evidence we know about him. That's all I need to know. Yeah, sorry.
1: Bijan's not a game changer. The my problem with the Bijan's utilization this year is that he's made so much of the limited touches that he's had. Where it's like, like that one catch he had with one hand behind the back. Like he's done insane things. That he's still one of the top backs in terms of evasiveness, like making people miss all this type of shit. So he's super efficient yet you're not giving him the ball it doesn't make any sense he's he's a game changer
0: so like the reason we can and I know we've been going on Bijan for a while and hopefully there's a lot of questions about Bijan you're starting Bijan no matter what but the thing with Bijan is that or just RB1s in general like the reason you are an RB1 the reason you get the RB1 title is volume 90% of the time right so like moster is considered an RB1 only because of the production but he's not actually an RB1 he's just making the most of his touches CMC on the other hand is getting fucking touches right like yeah James Cook got a fuck ton of touches. That was RB1 usage. There's a oh, reason yeah. that gets thrown around. If Bijan had the usage, he would be a 20 points per game scorer in fantasy. Yep. Like literally, if he was given 20 touches, no matter what, he's going to have 85 yards at least every single game, three receptions, four receptions, and probably a touchdown with how many goal line carries Algier has had. That's where we come in by saying, that's, that's what we expect from Bijan, And that's why we're not going to sit him. And uh, frankly, if I get burned on Bijan, so be it. You're also not sending a holiday card to Arthur Smith. So and you also said you're boycotting uh FedEx, you're no longer using it. So
2: UPS guy through. And
0: through. Uh-huh. Um, we'll do a couple more questions. We've been going on for a long time, but yeah. obviously there's a fuck ton of people in here. We want to help everyone. 263 people watching on TikTok, a lot on YouTube as well. If this is your first time joining us, make sure to follow both of us on Twitter. Ask your questions there. We're both on Twitter every day, every hour. So we're not gonna be able to get to everyone's questions because we're gonna sign off in about five minutes. But while we are here, make sure to go follow us on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter account is TGD Tabs. Felipe's Twitter account is The Felipe Fontes. Um, I know in the past we've said probably DM us on TikTok or on Instagram, but there are so many DMs that it's really hard to answer. So make sure to follow us on Twitter. It's probably the easiest and best way for us yeah. to help you out. So make sure to go follow both of us, TGD Tabs, The Felipe Fontes yep. on Twitter, on X, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and ask your questions X-Man. there. man. Uh, we'll do a few more. It's hot in here. No? It's really hot in here. But also, you, you turned up the heat by talking about Bijan. Yeah,
1: that's probably true.
0: Um, Keenan Allen, Ridley, or D-Hop. Pick two non-PPR. So it could be half. could be standard. I think Keenan Allen's not going to play, so you have to play Ridley. Or okay. D-hop. Did I answer that for you? Yeah. Jets or Bills defense? Mm. We haven't done a defensive question. I think you got to go Bills, bro.
1: The Bills play... Chargers.
0: Jets play Washington. Both great matchups. Start both. Put one at the flex. Fuck okay. it.
1: Yeah, well, the, yeah, uh, yeah, I think Bills. I, I like the Jets against Washington. The problem is, Washington's going to keep airing it out no matter what Sam Howell's going to do, and, and they have talent. So, I, 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 yeah, I think Bills.
0: Anything for you, Kondo?
2: The Raiders' defense is awful, and they looked amazing against the Chargers. There you, you go. got to go with the Bills.
0: There you go. It's a good take, good take, good take. Um, okay so someone is asking about trading digs in dynasty so there's a dynasty question we'll switch I it up that. this is from dcat i think it's dcat uh dc4l or 4-1 is now the time to trade stefan Diggs for capital in dynasty um he's got seat C- i don't know if this is his team or not but cd aj uh dk watson christian watson jerry judy or run it back so i think he's got stefan Diggs, cd lamb aj brown D.K. Metcalf, Christian Watson, Jerry Judy. I mean, he's got a stacked wide. receiver. I mean, that's beautiful.
1: Right. That that's that's awesome. Glad glad to hear that. Uh, I don't think
0: so, personally.
1: It, well, it depends on the compensation.
0: Like anybody's tradable. So, what would it take for you to trade, to to trade if you had Stefan Diggs on your team and you had those sta- uh, you know stacked wide receivers? What would you want in return for C- for Stephon Diggs?
1: I would need a a, a top tier running back. So you want him I don't want, know who your running backs are because you just had your receivers. You're stacked at receiver though. Um, I'm assuming you're not as good at running back naturally because your receivers are, you probably have the best people in in the league. Um, so naturally I would want a top tier running back. Like I, and I want a young one too. like, give me Jonathan Taylor. Um, and then give me a first round pick with it because even like Jonathan Taylor, like running, like I know Jonathan's young and stuff, but like you don't have the same type of longevity with running backs as you do with receivers and all it, and also, like we've seen with running backs in the past, we said Todd Gurley. Somebody can just disappear like that in one year, uh, and, and with JT, obviously, like bad year last year, injury uh, this year. So I would want at, at least a, a player of Jonathan Taylor's level uh, when it comes to running back, and then and you know a first probably a first round pick and a second round pick. Uh, you come on, Diggs is. It's a good analysis. Diggs is is one of the best receivers in the game. I, was, I don't care how deep you are receiver because you can still use all those guys. You're gonna start CD and AJ and you're going to start uh Stefan at, at flex or
0: switch you know switch that out but like those are gonna be your three guys you're gonna start every week let's also clarify like I have no problem holding on to Stefan Diggs I think he still has years ahead of him I don't think he's going anywhere in Buffalo like they're going to make a run in the playoffs yeah I, I still don't mind holding on to Stefan Dix but I agree with that I also think like we've seen they there if Braylon Allen goes to a good team like that is a fucking guy I want to draft in fantasy no matter what. Like yeah. depending on where he goes, if the Rams were to fucking draft him, like Wisconsin produces running backs, yeah. and that dude is is the size of Derrick Henry. Like he is a six two running back, like two twenty. I think he is. Can we? I just want to fact check that. Um, Braylon Allen, oh my god. Okay, while we're here, let's just do it. Let's talk about Braylon Allen quickly. Braylon Allen is six two. You want to guess his weight? Two forty. 245. It's a big boy. Yeah, and he's huge. 19. Running back? 19
1: from, from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin, man. That's RBU.
0: It might be. Honestly. Jonathan Taylor, Melvin Gordon. So I would want Braylon Allen. That's what, that's what I would do. Monty Ball. Monty, Monty Ball. Ball could take. Monty Ball. Um, I think now's unfortunately a good time to, to wrap this up. We've been <sighs> yeah. here for a while. Hey, real um, quick, though. Real quick. You don't have to trade Diggs. You uh, don't have to trade Like You have an amazing receiving
1: core. You don't have to trade Diggs. Uh, to trade Diggs. Uh, to trade Diggs. But... Um, you get a top 10 running back if you do and a first round pick Please. like i
0: said make sure to follow us on twitter all right obviously there's still a ton of people asking questions go follow us on twitter tgd tabs the felipe fontes go yep. tweet at us go ask your start state questions uh happy to help uh, it's definitely the easiest way to communicate with for us sure. rather than dming us um if you are new here welcome to the caps off podcast hope you uh, hit that follow button and follow us for more stuff tomorrow our predictions episode will come out so if you're trying to bet on any of the games make sure to go uh, to the link in our bio with FanDuel. We're running a promo right now. Bet $5 on your team. Get $150 in bonus bets if Boom. the money line hits. So make sure to hit that link in bio. You can only sign up for FanDuel now if you're a new user with us. Uh, so hit that link in our bio. It helps us out tremendously. And our predictions will come out tomorrow. Um, and you can bet on any of those games. With oh, us. Yeah. So make sure to tune into that. Um, and last but not least, go win your fucking fantasy. Go win, All man. right? Semifinals. Go be great. Go, go great be great. Day to be great. Felipe, hit us with uh, words of wisdom before we sign off today. Don't let Bijan take you down. Let him, let him pick you up. Hey, Bijan, go bring us the championship, let's baby. Let's go. Let's, let's get go. It. We'll see you um, tomorrow. Predictions episode. Bye. Bye. The Caps Off podcast is brought to you by The Game Day, starring Adam Tobachnik, Felipe Fontes, Jack Parodi, and Matan Mann. Check out our socials at CapsOffPod on Instagram and CapsOff Podcast on TikTok. Subscribe to our YouTube at the link in the description if you want to see more content and watch our videos. Don't forget to go to thegameday.com for all the best sportsbook offers.